Premier Protein has a trailing 12-month revenue of approximately $1 billion. So is saying that the brand could be in the early innings of its growth sound a little bit crazy? So as I normally do with these quarterly earnings piece of content, I will be utilizing the earnings report, the conference call, any associated publicly disclosed news to update you on the company. In this case, it's Bellring Brands, which is the owner of Premier Protein and Diamondized Nutrition, amongst a few other active nutrition brands. But while that update is important, I will be pulling this back a little bit and discussing important insights around the active nutrition categories of liquids, powders, and bar formats. So let's just kind of start with some high-level financial data in 2021 quarter three, because Bellring Brands is on a fiscal quarter, and they're not on the regular kind of calendar quarter, which most of the companies are on quarter two. But in 2021 quarter three, Bellring Brands had net sales of just around $343 million. That was up 68% year over year and 21% quarter over quarter on a sequential basis. So just huge growth numbers coming out of the Bellring brand's latest quarter. Now, breaking this down a little bit further, you had sales by brand, which Premier Protein, those net sales were up 65% year over year. Volumes were up 60% year over year. This is coming from both new and existing SKUs. And then the protein RTDs, which is the vast majority of the sales from Premier Protein, those were up 67%, and the associated volumes were up 61%. Now, Diamondized Nutrition, which for much of late 2019, 2020, they were struggling, but they've really kind of changed their strategy. They've changed things up, and their net sales for 2021 quarter three were up 99% year over year. Volumes were up 77%, and the distribution gains were from specialty retail, gyms, and international. Now, on the other brands' side, this is mostly Power Bar at this point, they also saw net sales gain 49% year-over-year, and that was just off some really bad comps in 2020. So that number is a little bit kind of confusing if you're just taking it on face value alone. Now, sales by brand, Premier Protein makes up the bulk of Bellring Brands portfolio at 83%. Diamondize makes up 12%, and then the other brands make up 5%. Now, sales by product, Protein RTDs make up 82% of the sales of Bellring Brands. Powders make up 13%, and then Nutrition Bars and then other formats make up 5%. Now, sales by channel, the wholesale clubs make up 55% of the revenue. That is down 1% from the last report. Food, drug, and mass make up 25% of the sales. That is up 1% from the last report. E-commerce is 11%. Specialty is 7%. And then the other category makes up 2%. Now, sales by territory. U.S. makes up 89% of the total sales of Bellring Brands, and then International makes up 11%. Now, diving a little bit deeper into the Premier Protein RTD shakes, since that is the bulk of Bellring Brands' revenue, overall, the RTD liquids category of convenient nutrition have shown extremely strong growth 
and is trending well above historical growth rates. This has helped Premier Protein see strong growth across all major tracked channels, including grocery, which was up 98% year over year. This is a huge growth compared to the last quarter. You had mass up 67%, again, increases from last quarter. Wholesale Club was up 34% year over year. This is Premier Protein's largest channel and is accelerating the growth from last quarter. And then the pharmacy or drug channel was up 24%. And this sales channel is back to growing, which is a pretty new channel overall for Bellring Brands. Now, digital sales, you had e-commerce, which grew close to 45%. This is decelerating quarter-over-quarter growth, mostly related to more shopping in-store from consumers. And over the 52 weeks, e-commerce has grown 28%. Now, shifting this into consumption trends for the protein RTD category for Premier Protein, they saw quarterly consumption gains of 46% year-over-year. The growth in the RTD liquid subcategory of convenient nutrition and the strength of the Premier Protein brand has helped grow total distribution points to company records in the latest quarter. Total distribution points continue to grow at 53% year-over-year with strong results coming from the food, drug, and mass sales channels. Looking at household penetration for Premier Protein, it's at only 8.2%, but this is an increase of 20% year-over-year. The brand continues to have strong upside. If you look at just the overall categories, household penetration being only at 26% for the RTD liquids category of convenient nutrition and just 51% overall for the convenient nutrition section, there's a lot of growth left for Premier Protein. So it kind of goes back to that introduction. Premier Protein has a long way to go in terms of where they can max out in their potential. And the Premier Protein's market share also continues to grow, reaching 20.4% of the total RTD liquids category of convenient nutrition. Now I want to kind of cover like why Bellring Brand saw such an aggressive growth this quarter, and it's coming from a number of different areas. The first one is because of the liquids, kind of RTD, protein RTD, being such a big portion of Bellring brands and specifically Premier Protein. That category as a whole has seen huge growth. In the latest quarter, it was up 29% year over year from a categorical standpoint. And if you kind of pull this back into the COVID-19 kind of last 18 months or so, you had the categorical growth average be in the mid double digits. And this is far and away bigger than the historical categorical growth rate, which has been around five to 6%. That's obviously creating a ton of extra growth. You also have consumer behaviors kind of shifting right towards and benefiting Premier Protein. You have a lot of consumers that are trying to kind of retroactively start to eat much better, try to become more healthier. We're also in the midst of the pandemic, so people know that their health plays a part into all this, and they're really trying to look at that at a deeper level. You also had within the category a lot of like pricing changes. Premier Protein also instituted a pricing change in the last couple of months, but what they noticed specifically this quarter is that their pricing was pretty inelastic if you think about it because the volumes went up despite their pricing going up. And then finally, Diamantized Nutrition saw much better results than what was expected of them. I think they saw a ton of extra growth coming from the specialty channel and within some of the international markets. So 
all those things kind of converging together and all those kind of positive effects working in unison definitely created a huge quarterly gain for Bellring brands. I did want to also kind of just touch on like the powdered SKUs for both Premier Protein and Diametize. Now, in a lot of the markets, they are having both of those powders kind of stacked up against each other. But in the consumer's mind, really, those are kind of two different target markets. You have Diametized Nutrition, which is probably more like sports powders, sports nutrition, and then Premier Protein, which would be more like lifestyle or mainstream. Now, those are two different customers. And traditionally, powders have been really kind of skewed towards the sports nutrition side. But actually in some of like the food, grocery kind of channels, masks and club and things, you're actually seeing the mainstream or lifestyle consumer have just as much sales volume as the traditional sports nutrition skews. So being that Bellring Brands has two very strong brands that now are positioned in those sales channels, but targeting different customers, they're getting the best of both worlds. And you're seeing that with these sales results over these last couple of quarters with some of their powdered SKUs. Now I wanna shift the last part of this content into kind of like more of the operational and the supply side of this. Now just covering some of the margin softness for Bellring brands. Their quarterly gross margins were 32.5% year over year. That was down 110 basis points year over year. And where this is kind of coming from is both higher kind of input costs on the milk proteins that they use within their liquid RTDs, and then also increased overall like kind of freighter logistics costs to get that product to either the intermediaries or directly to the customer through e-commerce. And then just some overall commentary in terms of like maybe a good news, bad news within the supply chain with Bellring brands and specifically talking about Premier Protein here. The, the first kind of good news is that Premier Protein is making more shakes this quarter than they've ever made in any of the quarters previously. Another good news note would be Premier Protein has a healthy kind of network of contract manufacturers. It's much more robust than they've had previously, both in the number of contract manufacturers within their network and the allotted line time. Bad news is that some of the extra capacity that they were going to have on some of their contract manufacturing is delayed because a lot of that equipment is stuck at either ports be that coming from overseas or still stuck somewhere in the U.S. kind of logistical nightmare that's happening at our ports. And those pieces of equipment have not been able to come on board and producing product like Premier Protein and Bellring brings thought. I think it's close to about 50% of the extra line capacity that they thought their contract manufacturers would have this year is just not available and hopefully will be available in early 2022. There's also the additional bad news that there has been limitations or kind of struggles in the labor market. There's limitations on the packaging element coming from the Tetra Pak supplier. They're struggling to kind of keep up with the overall demand of the liquids, kind of protein RTD category, and just the outsized demand that Premier Protein has shown well above the forecast does create problems. I mean, there is this thing that you can grow too fast, especially in a very complex current kind of supply chain value chain situation that's going on right now in the economy. But the great news here is that Premier Protein and Bellring brands have dealt with a severe supply shortage in the past. They know how to deal with this. They had gotten through this in the past, even though it did cause some sales kind of struggles from 
end of 2018 into early 2019. They are a resilient leadership team, a resilient brand in terms of their sales support team, marketing team. They know what levers they can pull and which ones they have to kind of lay off on and let cool down to kind of manage this the best way possible. And leadership is saying they're not going to go down to like two flavors like they had to before in that previous problem. So all of that kind of together is definitely great news comparable to that time before. They're going to be able to get through this. And then finally, I wanted to talk about Post Holdings distributing their interest in Bellring Brands. So about two years ago, Bellring Brands spun off from Post Holdings and had its own IPO. Post still owns around 71% of Bellring Brands, but Post Holdings plans to distribute a significant portion of its interest in Bellring Brands to its shareholders of Post Holdings. And then based on the market conditions, Post Holdings will determine the form of distribution. Now, this could definitely be seen as a positive for Bellring Brands, though there might be more shares out on the market, so there might be a little bit more of a float that's out there. Those are going to be tradable, highly liquid type of shares that are different than the shares that aren't changing hands or anything on Post Holdings books. So this does, in the long run, potentially help Bellring Brands with a little bit of flexibility in their capital structure. So I hope you guys enjoyed this particular piece of content around Bellring Brands. If you guys have any question about Bellring Brands, maybe Premier Protein, Diamondized Nutrition, or just the overall convenient kind of active nutrition category, please leave a comment on this content or reach out to me on any of my social media accounts.